Wait, your ex that you said didn't ever post you, did you post him? No. (laughs) (laughs) You guys do not care about each other. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Happy December. Yes. Favorite month. I'm like so smiley today. I know. It's 52 degrees. Sunny. Well, it was sunny. Now when it's I dark. Got here three it's hours ago. Three clear skies. Crisp day. It is crisp. It was um, crisp. Ashley asked me to come over at two and then it turned into three. And now it's 530 and we're finally recording. You said you need you said you need to stop this 2 p.m. charade. It's never 2 it's p.m. It's a charade. Every single day you say, come over at two. I, then I, I know it's going to be 230 and you change it to three because I text you at 245 and you're like, I haven't showered. <laughs> so I work out at 1230. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Every week never fails. Okay. Um, all right. We're talking about a new partner today. Um, Orate is jewelry made in New York City, founded by women for women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash GGE and use the promo code GGE. Also, thanks to Article for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Article is changing the way people shop for quality furniture. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just go to article.com slash GGE. Yes. Also, thanks to Billy for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Billy delivers premium razors direct to you for half the price of what you'd find in the store. For a limited time, get 10% off your razor at mybilly.com slash GGE. Also, thanks to BioClarity for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. BioClarity is offering you 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal. Just enter code GGE at checkout. Well, welcome back, guys, from your Thanksgiving break. I hope everybody had a great time. Like we're in college, winter break. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving meals and all the stuffing. Um, Okay, we can get housekeeping out of the way. New merch came out. You guys stormed the store. I love it. So I'm so proud of what we created. All the crop hoodies, crop stuff, t-shirts, a pillow. We got a hot fire pillow. All all the uh, sayings that you guys like. So thank you. Um, And we have all of our holiday deadlines online for you guys, if you're wondering. The crop hoodie is incredible. Man, that pillow. It's my favorite thing. And the mug. You don't live here anymore, bitch. We were sitting around with Leah. The, our designer mm-hmm. and we're like how do we kind of make this special and I don't even know who said it so one of somebody's like what about like a kid drawing it might have been her idea okay you were like and, like in two seconds she drew, she drew it. it so that is truly the most custom thing <laughs> on the menu is that you don't live here anymore bitch it's so it makes me laugh out loud it's so funny also like you the very last thing that you said you were like why don't we just do some like collegiate lettering and I was like eh, I don't care about this I saw it on stuff and I, it's my yeah. favorite thing well I just started realizing like GGE like oh you you know, it's like a sorority or a school and like, let's make it big block Greek ish. I love it. And then I said, I texted Raina. I said, our sorority is called Gamma Gamma Epsilon. And you were like, is that good? I was like, no, it's not a real thing. It's just that it, it would be in Greek. It's Gamma Gamma Ep. I just thought like, you know, there's some sororities and attorneys that are like known for a thing. Yeah. Like being it's rich not, girls it's, it's or not slutty one. girls or something. Well, it's not one that exists. It's like probably a chapter of like something else. But like, yeah. So Gamma Gamma Ep is our sorority. sorority. And it's my favorite thing that we've designed. I'm so glad that you came up with the idea because I just love it so, so much. Um, tickets are on sale for a lot of shows. You guys can get them as holiday presents for each other. Ask your parents for them. Um, yeah. We have released another night in Houston, just in case you guys can't come on on Thursday night. We did Wednesday night of that week. I forget if it's the 26th and the 27th. Does that sound right to you? It's 25th and 26th. 
Yeah, that sounds right. Whatever, you guys look it up. So um, a couple of you have DM'd us. You know, I got Wednesday tickets. Yes, they're live. You can get them. They're valid tickets. So okay, yeah. Two nights in Houston, out. Dallas, Austin, LA, Wiltern Theater. Going to be incredible. Uh, and DC may or may not be sold out, but I think that's all we got. And then next week, loose promise, loosely promising that we should have Australia next week. I don't fucking know. And maybe Florida. You know, and maybe Philly, and maybe Philly. Don't, don't, don't say it. Us. Don't say it, Philly. <laughs> they are crazy. If we say it and we don't do it, We're maybe Philly it. before the end of the year. Yeah, just before so that, the holidays, so that your boyfriends can buy you the tickets. That's yeah. what I'm aiming for. Or your daddies, your real daddies, your sugar daddies, and your real daddies, or your, or your uh, biological daddies. <laughs> <laughs> My biological daddy hasn't bought me anything in so long. <laughs> Maybe he'll buy you My, tickets to your own show. Yeah, everyone. Last year, he was like, how many comps can I get? And I was like, you're not going to buy any tickets, huh? Oh, my Bill, God. Thanks a lot. Uh, my, yeah, my biological daddy hasn't bought me a birthday present or a holiday present in like two decades, probably. What? He sent me like a hundred bucks when I moved into my new apartment. Killing like, it. Buy yourself something pretty. Cool. Thanks, Thanks Dad. Thanks, Dad. I have everything. Thanks, Daddy. Oh, my God. Um, Is that everything? Is that all of our housekeeping stuff? I think so. That's it. Oh, yeah. You guys just, you know, when you buy merch... Just make sure you entered your address correctly. Just a small thing. <laughs> the amount of emails we get. Oh my God, I put in my address wrong. Listen, we are going to fix it, may, I, but no. maybe we might stop. Not the, <laughs> guys, just double guys. check your address. Love we love you so, so much. much. We love you so much. We, lo- we love you so much. Just know your address. Okay. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> We know you get excited. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you just like get excited and you're like, oh my God, well, that wasn't the right. And then we get an email, like I put my address in wrong. We're like, we're not saying you're dumb, but maybe you just need to be a little more detail oriented. Somebody sent me an email, me, you and me. Um, hey, I just placed an order. I need to cancel it and order something else. I'm like, bitch, this is 12 minutes ago. I know. Sh- All right. Anyways, we quick. love you guys. Anyway, we love you guys. Um, I've had an amazing week. <laughs> yes, a lot happened and I'm just going to talk about it. Ashley was like, do you think to talk about? It? I was like, not really. Um, I saw dear Evan Hansen. So this musical is a few years old, so it's appropriate that I'm reviewing it now. Thank God. Not a hot take. Yeah. Dear Evan Hansen has been on Broadway for years. I've been wanting to see it so much. And full disclosure, I was given tickets from the PR company. It was just great. You know, like I was waiting to get like good seats. I brought my mom, my mom came in town. And, um, so when they sent me the press release on Dear Evan Hansen, which by the way, amazing show. I loved it. I cried a lot. You guys could guess that I cried everything. Uh, really loved it. I didn't know what it was about at all. I thought it was going to be more about like bullying when it comes to the internet and it wasn't. Um, but a lot of internet stuff, uh, whatever. I can't recommend enough. Amazing show. So they were like the kid that's playing Evan Hansen is 17, which is so admirable, like seven fucking teen, you know? So I was like, so excited to see this kid play Evan Hansen. (laughs) And I get to the show just out, not being a creep because it's like so impressive. That's like a high schooler, you know, I didn't have any skills until I was 28 at least. Right. So I am like, I see who's playing Evan Hansen. I'm like, he's kind of hot. And I feel like a fucking creep. Like there, I was like saying the whole show, like, I cannot think this guy's hot. I cannot think this guy's hot. He's 17 years old. Like Ashley, I, I mean, I'm not saying that's full blown pedophilia, but like, I got to get a hold it of sort myself. Of is. So yeah. I, after the show, I was looking at their Instagram and I tagged them and stuff. And I was like, still like excited about like reeling from the show. And I, realized that who was like playing Evan Hansen that mostly on Broadway is not who I had seen. So I dug a little deeper and realized that I saw the alternate and he's 25. Oh, thank God. 
And um, he was incredible. But I was like, oh my God, he's 25. Because like, I was going to masturbate to him anyway. So. <laughs> Would a 17-year-old be the weirdest thing you masturbated to? No. Also, like, whatever, guys. 17 is not 14 or 15. 17 is like a grown adult. You're a senior. All right. You know what? (laughs) Guys, listen. It doesn't matter because he wasn't 17. And um, she would have masturbated to it anyways. He, that was one of his last shows. So, like, he ended it his run with them in November. He's a singer-songwriter. I'm just going to plug him. His name's Michael Lee Brown. Check him out. Do you masturbate on the couch that I'm sitting on? No, my God. No. I know. I masturbate on the small couch sometimes. I barely even let Dewey on that couch. Like, that couch is important. There's not going to be any... I mean, I guess I could masturbate on it. It's like I'm coming on it. I mean, you and me are not squirters. I mean, I wish someday. But like, yeah, I can masturbate anywhere. You'd never know. It's like the Sahara Desert. You just never know. <laughs> Once you hit your 30s. Okay. And let me just finish recapping my week, guys. Jeremy Hansen, amazing. Michael Lee Brown, unfortunately, is not in the show anymore. But check him out. Check his EP out on Spotify. Make out with him. Make Slide out with DM. him. Yeah, and he started following me. So it's it's on. You guys are in a relationship now. All right. Well, she, he's Ashley's boyfriend now. And then I went to SNL. I just, I can't even Guys, can't deal with this. I'm okay. so jealous. So, I know, Randy. That's just, why it took us two and a half hours to start recording today because the first two hours were about SNL. Yeah, so I went to SNL. Um, I have a friend that dates somebody very famous. I'm not going to say anything else, but somebody that is famous. And uh, that was on the show. SNL that I got to see, I've never been before. It's very hard to get tickets. Like they have 10 year waiting lists. Allegedly, if you, you have to know somebody, whatever, small audience, um, yeah? small, very small people. audience. Yeah. So, um, and, and you know, you see the people on the floor. It's more than that. We sat up top because mm-hmm. we knew somebody that was in the, you know, going to be on the show. They don't put like friends and family on the floor. Uh, like we don't, we don't put our friends and family in the front rows. Um, and Will Ferrell was the host. I obviously knew that going in. I'm an insane, huge Will Ferrell fan. Like for instance, forever. One year at the beach, the summer I turned 21, we lived with three girls, three guys, and we never got cable. And we literally, all we had was like the SNL best of Will Ferrell DVD. It was on repeat. It was on the TV all the time. I would walk in and it would just be like, Goulet. Like it was constant. Like I am a huge fan. So he hosted, I obviously knew that going in. King Princess was the musical performer. I love her. And then the cameos were out of control. His during Will Ferrell's monologue, Ryan Reynolds was there. Then Tracy Morgan came out and then they did the Democratic debate. It was Woody Harrelson, or Woody Harrelson, Maya Rudolph, Alec Baldwin did the cold open as Trump, uh, Fred Armisen, Rachel Dratch, like all these old cast members. It and was Larry David was there. And Larry David, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Larry David was, yeah. God was pers- there. Personal fave. Okay. And uh, I, but I was just like, Woody Harrelson just plays Joe Biden. Like Ryan Reynolds, like what is even happening? I can't believe that. And I was like, felt so lucky to be there. And then we went to the after party afterwards. And we're just like, so they ran out of place afterward. They have an after party after every show, like a rap party every week. And we were there and we were just eating and drinking. And like, we're at the table and like Will Ferrell came over to the table. And I'm like, oh my, what is even happening? I could never be cool in this situation. I was cool. Like I'm you at, have to, you would be, and you have to be, and you're not like taking, my brother was like, I was like, Matt, Will Ferrell's like right by, like he's over my shoulder basically. And my brother was like, if you don't take pictures, I'm like, I, that's not a can't thing. You pictures. can't take pictures though. You can't like, it's, you would a look like a fucking nerd and a loser. And they would probably ask you to leave. I just try. I'm like, am I, I'm so in my head. Like I met Tom Segura last week and I was just like, be cool. Don't say something stupid. Oh my God. Just don't even talk. Just act normal. Don't even talk. I, and they followed me on Instagram. It was the best day of my life. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. I screenshot it. Uh, okay. Day. Anyways. 
I don't know. This whole experience just reminds me, not that you wouldn't have said yes, but like you should always say yes to things and you should always just like explore the city that you're in. Like I forget that we live in New York sometimes and there's just all this really cool shit you can be doing. Like you should apply to tickets for SNL and The Daily Show and everything mm-hmm. else in the world that you could possibly be doing. Like the MoMA just reopened. Like there's a new MoMA. Like yeah. it just reminds me like you should just be a tourist in your city always and just say yes to everything. Right. And if there's a show you really want to get tickets to that films here, you don't live here, just apply for tickets. You get the tickets, you go on a trip, be spontaneous. Live your truth. Absolutely. So I'm, I, I'm so jealous of this whole thing. It's amazing. I can't believe you sat Well, I told you that it. I've been to The Daily Show. I've been to like Watch What Happens Live. I've been to a few other shows and it was never like that exciting guest. I mean, a great, great show, of course. And a Daily Show, it's like Trevor Noah's there. He's all I need. But, and the same with Watch What Happens Live. You know, Andy's, part of the appeal, but I've never gotten to experience where it's like, oh my God, like Beyonce comes out, you know? So I was like dying when these people were coming out. No one knew that was happening. Like minute one, Ryan Reynolds, I was like, what the fuck? It's such a crazy once in a lifetime experience. Also, Watch What Happens Live was so weird. Oh yeah, it was weird. Remember we sat there, it was like three, it's smaller than you would think it is. It's like three rows of people. It's like 10 people. It's like a tiny little baby. You're like on the bleach, there's bleachers. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, but I'm glad that you did that. Um, You had like a crazy, amazing weekend. I did nothing. And it was my dream. I saw I saw you posted like one thing of your plants. I'm like, she's killing it. Yep, she's killing Live, it. Living her truth. Saturday night, I went on my roof and took a photo. Then I came in and took a photo. I mean, I worked on our merch this weekend. I smoked you some did. weed. You did work hard. Um, Yeah, I smoked weed. That was about it. I like was like real hungover yesterday. I took like one hit and I was like, weed is so great. Just like it's so great. It makes your hangovers better. It makes your orgasms better. It's just like I don't know. It's just the best thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is like you reviewing movies from twenty years ago. I'm like weed, guys. Oh my, God. weed is so awesome. <laughs> Wait, do you do you smoke like a blunt? No, I have a bowl. Are you I rolling smoke. blunts? Like, do you think I can roll a blunt? No, I'm not that cool. I used to, in high school, I could roll a blunt. Um, I smoke it out of a bowl. I have like four different kinds of weed. I like strawberry shortcake. I have a dealer that comes and brings it to me. You have a drug dealer. You have a drug dealer. Good well, for you. Everybody in New York has a drug dealer. You just text these services and you say like, I'm in Union Square and they just come. I also don't understand the laws anymore. Like, is it legal? Is it not? What happens if you get caught with like a little bit of weed in New York? I mean, it, you, I don't think you can get caught with intent to sell. So like, yes, if my dealer was caught, yes. But if I was walking around with just a, a vial of weed. weed, I think it's fine. I don't think also, cares. sis, it, what happened with you getting in trouble? Like uh, you got in trouble early on for smoking weed. Oh, yeah, You're just still week. doing it? I'm just doing it. You know, I just, I don't like to follow rules. I just ask for forgiveness later and it's fine. <laughs> Nobody has emailed me about smoking weed. They got other problems to deal with. Yeah. You know, um, you as their neighbor. In general, <laughs> I've caused no problem. You think it's a guy that you slept with that reported you in the first place, and then once you guys fucked, he's like, oh, she's good." He lives right above me. I mean, that's where the weed is going. It's straight up into his apartment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's definitely reporting the only me person that could like really that. smell you smoking weed is like the person with, with right above you. So How do you I, fuck a person that lives directly above you? How does that even happen? You yeah, did it. he's trying to get me evicted. Um, so yeah, I got high, watched some good stuff. This great new Bikram yoga documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I got to watch it. Um, hot take. He's a rapist and a, ped- and a predator. So uh, <laughs> nowhere safe, even yoga. Little short brown man. Never, t- you don't see it coming. You, he's so tiny. Not a white man. Wow, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been watching the righteous gemstones, which is like a satire about like, um, evangelical churches, which is great. And Mrs. Fletcher, which is like a new show on HBO that I also love. Do you do succession? I'm obsessed with it. So I guess the, I don't watch it. I should, uh-huh. I guess. Um, but the like tall actor was there at the rap party for SNL. I guess there's like a tall, funny actor. The young one. 
Yeah, he's like young and yeah. tall, like he's good like looking. The cousin. Yeah. Um, um, so people a- were like freaking out. Like there was a guy at our table that was just like, he's, I'm more starstruck by him than Will Ferrell, you know, like anybody uh-huh. else at this party because he's like so hot right now. Um, it's one of the, I hate when people say this, like you just have to guess for the first 10 episodes and then it's good. <sighs> the first season really, it's slow. The second season is a, I've never said this, a masterpiece. It is a oh, cinematic wow. masterpiece oh unlike anything I've ever seen. The character dynamics between all the characters, there's so many scenes with like 30 different characters and they're all like the dialogue is phenomenal it's but a whole so season good. of being slow that's the thing with um what's the show that my brother was like freaking out that i hadn't seen uh jason bateman Thrones. ozarks he was like you just have to get through like the first like four i'm like that's four hours i'm never gonna do i that. can't do it can't like do it. i kind of know within 10 minutes if i'm gonna watch a show me too succession's like, heavy like i too. started when I, when i started dead to me i loved it and then i started uh I'm sorry, which is so good. I knew immediately I was going to like it, but like I put on Russian dolls and I was like, I don't like it. I turned that off in 15 minutes. Right. And I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's amazing. It was all women that did it. But I mean, I just have to be hooked. I'm same with books. You got to hook me earlier. I'm not, I can't stick around for like the slow burn. No, I hate that sentence. You just have to get through like five hours of content (laughs) and then it's good. Get the fuck out of here. No. (laughs) Who has five hours of content? I mean, I do because we work from home, but... (laughs) Like who has the time? Actually, we do. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, I loved that rant so much. Gotta tell you, we should make merch. No, 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 Raina. I said this to you. Didn't even fucking respond. The you girl me something all the night, and I forget. No, we were whatever. The girl that we uh, kind of made fun of for telling me that I was saying H Town bitches instead of H Town vicious because you guys, some of you guys get mad that we make funnier DMs, but she <laughs> loved it. She DM'd and uh. And she goes, oh my God, I just listened to this week's episode and you totally shat on me. I still love you, but like drag me. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you know what? At the end of the day, I only make fun of people I love. No, that's not true. But I do make fun. I do make fun of people I love. So girl, we love you. Come to the show. That's a girl after my own. I just feel like sometimes people are like, how do I phrase this? People are like, you let people... When I did Andrew Collin and Francis Ellis's podcast, I got a bunch of DMs from people being like, they were really mean to you. And it's like, but I'm here for it. Like, I don't feel that I'm being put upon or people being mean to me. I am the last person that can't stick up for myself. Like, I'm always here to be roasted for the dumb shit that I say and do. Like, there's very few lines you can cross with me. So I always think it's funny when people like think that I'm going to be offended. But this whole podcast is about making fun of me. Our live shows are about making fun of me. I'm not like this like sad waif that like can't put up for stick up for herself. Uh, And no one roasts Andrew Collin more than you. You have crossed the line with him sometimes. It made it awkward. One time on stage I did. I was like, I can't believe I did this. Yeah, So he's still getting you back for that. Yeah, I deserve it for sure. (laughs) Francis, I'm... Easy target. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I got, I got to, I got to give you guys a dating update. Hinge guys have been out of control. Like hinge men gone wild is how I feel. They have been wild. Like, you know, the part in mean girls when they're like the girls, the girls have gone wild. Like that's how I feel about these men on hinge guys. I mean, there's I'm, a fine line. I'm proud of you that you got back out there because like you said that you were going to do it. And then you were like, I don't want to do this. And I even agreed with you that you didn't have to do it. And you went back out there. And some crazy shit happened this week. Yeah. I got to read the one. Um, I'm going to name, I'm just going to change the name of where he works. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. This guy, we matched. He said something about the picture that I'm wearing the Sixers jersey in. So he's like a Sixers fan. He's from probably like outside Philly or whatever. And that was it. We matched. And then this was at two o'clock last Tuesday. My 
phone filled up. I was on the phone or I was on, um, I was on like something on my computer and I'm just watching my phone fill up with messages on my home screen seven in a row. First message, Ash, want to spontaneously hang out today? Second message, I work at Morgan Stanley. I'm in-house legal counsel. Third message, Madison Square Park and Flatiron Building. Fourth message, at the dog park, would love to meet up. Fifth message, text me, leaves his number. Sixth message, it's no Sixers game. Seventh message, so next best thing. Seven in a row, like, and I had to wait a minute. I was like, I think I was like on a Skype call or something. And I wrote back, I was like, Sorry, I kind of, this is the thing. This doesn't freak me out as much as the next one I'm going to share. I was going to say to you, like this, this seems is just, really nuts to me until the next one. And now I'm like, yeah. oh, this isn't so crazy. This is just a normal person. Like this guy, he's, whatever. He could be like a real fast talking business guy. He, he's a yeah. lawyer. Like he could just be kind of like stream of consciousness. Like let's meet up right now. And I responded like, oh, I'm, I was like, haha, that, that was a lot. Uh, I'm actually busy today till five and nothing. <laughs> Like it was take it or leave it. He just wanted a, a meaningful check at Tuesday at two thirty. Who's gonna say yes to that shit? He's like, she's a bitch. And also because you guys know on the first episode, my mom said I was gonna end up with somebody named Peter. His name was Peter, so I was trying to entertain it, but I was like, Peter, relax. Peter is coming in too hot. Although I will say, this guy seems totally normal compared to what happened next. Yeah. What happened next? Fucking crazy. I just think that that guy was trying to like overshare because he's like, she doesn't know me. I'll tell her where I work. I tell her where I work. I'll yeah. tell her what building I work in. She won't think I'm a psycho. I have a dog. Whatever. I'm trying to connect with her. But then nothing. Like. That's a crazy thing. It was an exploding offer. Seven in a row. That offer exploded. Never even said, no, I said, hey, sorry, I can't. I'm busy till five. Nothing. He's like, fuck her. Someone else said you had yes. You had your chance. So this other guy, well, we were talking. This one got really crazy. He's probably like listening. Um, we talked at night. Let's say it was Thursday night. Joking about meeting up. Joking about going on a date at the Olive Garden. It was funny. It was fine. Yeah, it was cute. And then, um, I don't know. I'm going to try to, uh, I'll try to summarize this. He gave me his number and I didn't text him because it was 1230 at night. He gave me his number in like a cute way and I didn't text him. And then immediately after I didn't do that, he was like, well, I tried. I had to shoot my shot. And I'm like, it's 1230 at night. I don't, well, I don't need to text you right now. I appreciate you. Give me your number. And I was like, also, I made a joke. I was like, also, you know, texting strangers at one in the morning, you set yourself up for a dick pic or something like that. And then that was it. And the next morning I woke to like a message from him, like every hour starting at like 7am, like 7am, 8am, 9am, 10am. I woke up at 10. I bitch, I was sleeping. So it was like every message he was like writing something, give me like, okay, why aren't you answering type of vibes? I was like, I was asleep. This is so creepy. It wasn't like that other guy. It wasn't a stream of consciousness. It was like, he texted me, waited an hour, didn't get a response, texted me again. I was like really turned off by it. And I just kind of tried to like, tamp it down. And, uh, he just kept going all day. I mean, I'm looking at her phone. It's literally one. He just kept writing all day of his messages. And then the next morning, and then I wrote like one thing. I was just like, this guy's getting a little crazy. I feel like really weird. He's, he's giving me like aggressive when you don't respond right away vibes, which is not a stranger. I, this is strange. It was my phone. And the next morning I woke up and at 801 AM, it said, LOL. Okay. Then I was like, oh no. An hour later, are you not interested in meeting? I'm a bit confused. I got to admit. And then a few hours after that, how has your day been? And I was like, you know what? I'm trying to set an example. I'm going to tell this guy, I don't appreciate this behavior and I don't think that we're a match. And so I just wrote, hey, sorry, I've had a really busy couple of days. All these messages have been a lot. I don't think we're going to be a match. Have a great weekend. And he wrote, I'm sorry. I hear you. Would you be open to trying to start fresh? 
dude. And then I didn't respond. And he goes, I totally understand if not, but this won't happen again. You have my word. I'm like, why are we talking it's, like I we're in a like relationship? Like knows you or something. It's so crazy. It's not like, I don't think you're like wonderful and beautiful and all these things. It's just like, I always think about people's behavior. And I think that it comes from other things that you've tried that have worked. So like, when have you ever tried this? And it has been a positive reaction and outcome. I just also, it's a dating app. Like you're allowed to ghost out. It happens to every person, yeah. male and female every day. Like this is so crazy. I promise it won't happen again. I don't know you. Can you imagine? I always think about this. In the reverse, a woman does this to a man. He would get a restraining order against you. Right. Men just like are out here just doing whatever. They're like, what's she going to do about it? It's It was so crazy and it turned me off wildly. But I was like, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, I'm not just going to ghost on this guy. I, sh- I could. He's being a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell him like, this has been a lot. Maybe that'll help him in the future. You know, like maybe I need to simmer down with the ladies. I love that. I mean, I we always say that we want to like, it sucks sometimes practicing what we preach. I don't like it. But then he hit me with the, I promise I'll change. Like you guys are like in a we're relationship. Dead. You should write back and be like, you know what? I took I a couple days. Him. No, rematch. You should like, I took a couple days to think about <laughs> it. And you know, I, I believe you and you, you're going to do the work and I believe it. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Sorry guys for that long winded update. We've been talking for a while. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Okay. Whatever. Just, we got a great I, episode. I, we don't get to like bullshit like this enough. I know, but I can't, I don't think I'm done with it. I can't do it. And then, then these guys message me and they know the podcast, which is fine. Like, you know, but they're like following you. One of those guys that slid into your DMs, which that was, was weird. Like was I just following all these people. Was follow- yeah. It was yes. a little weird. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to try harder for the wild. You know, my dad said to me there, he's like, Raina, my dad's so enthralled by all my girlfriends because like all my, I mean, whatever, it's not a hot take. Every girl in New York is incredibly dynamic and smart and beautiful and successful, especially at our age. I mean, you just yeah. move. I mean, if you're in your thirties and you don't have any money and your can't stay here. Yeah. Um. Anyways, my dad the other day was like, you know, your girlfriends, they're just, they're so amazing and smart and wonderful. He's like, why don't you ask them to set you up with a guy? And I'm like, Dad, all of them are single. If any of them knew a guy, they'd be with the guy. <laughs> Thank you for this really amazing, revolutionary hot take on how I should fuck new dudes. Thank you, Dad. I really appreciate it. I know. I yeah, your, our, our guy friends should be setting us up. Like the other day, Francis was like, I wish I had somebody to set you up with. I'm like, start looking. Are you, have you even looked? Have you ever <laughs> even gone into your phone and thought about <laughs> this at all? My fucking girlfriends aren't setting me up with anybody. Get out of here. Absolutely Your, your dad not. is so cute. He gets very impressed easily. Like, didn't one time your dad said, how does Ashley find yoga studios on the road? Oh, he was, he was so impressed by you. I was like, the internet, dad. <laughs> Sometimes I like forget we're not like buds and that he's like my dad and I just like overshare. Like I was telling him that I met this guy in Charleston and he was like, just remember Ray, you know, like don't give it up too easily. And I was like, but if you're never going to see the person again, it doesn't really matter. You guys right? really do talk like your friends. He was like, I immediately regret starting this conversation and I do not want to continue it. He, it was so funny last week. I feel like this didn't get a big enough laugh when you were like, you'd rather have your dad wipe your ass than your mom. Like the, the visual of little Bill Greenberg. You know? <laughs> He's so cute. And like motherly, he's just so proud of me. Like he would wipe my ass and be like, that was the nicest shit <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> he frames it. He's so proud of everything I do. He dips it in bronze, <laughs> like, puts it on the mantle. He can never leave me. He wants to know every single thing me and you are doing. My mom's great too. She just converses differently. But like my dad like wants to know every advertiser we have, every decision we make. How do you and Ashley pick the guests? Every day he wants to know about it. How does Ashley find yoga studios? <laughs> he was shook that you know how to find exercise places in other cities. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, well, speaking of the internet, 
we have a great topic today. Yes. Um, we touched on it a lot in a million different episodes. We've never done a whole episode about it. So we're going to talk about social media behavior today. Um, and I actually think I've never heard this talked about on a podcast, but like how you act before you're in a relationship, like what you post on Instagram and stories, um, when to post somebody, how to ask when to get posted. And then obviously like post relationship, like do you take the photos down and yeah, things like that? That's yeah. Pre-relationship in the relationship and post relationship. I want to just put this out there really quick. Uh, as far as shady social media behavior, we did a whole episode on it. So if you're new here and you're wanting that type of stuff, it's called is he micro cheating? I think that's the episode title. Yeah. Micro cheating's in the episode title. So all the stuff of like guys liking other girls' pics or DM slides, all the things, all the shady social media behavior of somebody that you're dating is a whole episode about micro cheating. In May? Maybe yeah, I think it was like so that sounds right. Summerish. Summer the summer. So anyway, so we will not talk about be talking about that today. Um just yeah. an FYI. Okay, great. Well, let's, before we jump in, let's take just like a quick break and um, talk about some of our partners. Oh, perfect. Okay. Guys, I am so excited to tell you about this new partner, Orate. It is a jewelry company, beautiful gold jewelry, all real gold. Also the diamonds, they have diamonds in some of the jewelry, high quality, so beautiful. The thing about them is that they sell directly to you without the middleman markups. They can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. They basically are claiming to have hacked the jewelry market, making real gold accessible. So for real gold, the prices are really unmatched. Everything is ethically made in New York City. For every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education. Okay, I didn't realize that. Uh, the story is really cool. It was started by two friends during brunch, uh, which we love that, obviously. And it was founded on the desire to shake up the jewelry market by offering beautiful designs, amazing quality at affordable prices, and ethically sourced pieces, blah, blah, blah. They're doing it right. Um, it's also gift-giving season, but we really think you guys should treat yourself too. We are obsessed. Like, I'm going to go in and keep buying this stuff. Yeah, I'm I obsessed am, with it. I am so obsessed. I've got to say that I, I'm wearing the rings. I'm wearing the mini circle ring right now, which is, they have a great like layering rings pieces, you know, like you can wear a bunch of their really mm -hmm. skinny rings and the infinity ring is insane. I'm looking at it right now. Rose gold infinity ring. It is the coolest ring one that I've ever worn. And I have to say my favorite thing, I can't even believe it. You guys know that I always say that cancer, the Zodiac sign, it gets shit on, but the orate cancer necklace is a little mini 69. Ashley is so thrilled about I this. I can't. So I am wearing a teeny tiny subtle 69 in rose gold around my neck to represent my astrological sign. And, to make and all I've the boys never been come so to happy. <laughs> make all the boys come to the yard. Um, Raina, the one you're wearing right now, it's like a bar necklace. It's my favorite type of jewelry because it's not big statement pieces. It's really classic stuff. I've worn the necklace every single day since we got them. Yeah. I wear the rings. I just think it's it's great. It's stuff that will always be in style. It's yes. really like dainty and high quality and beautiful. And it's real gold. Yeah, like real gold, better. real diamonds yeah. that a fraction of the cost that you would pay. So that's the thing. I mean, I wear costume jewelry all the time. I wear big gold hoops that I got it made well. But like when you wear real gold, the way that it sparkles and the way that it looks is just different. It does look and different. It, yeah, it just, it, it does. It looks different than costume jewelry for sure. And I just can't get enough of their rose gold. Like the color on the rose it. gold. Oh my God. I can't, you guys, we are so obsessed with this company. <laughs> like I know this uh, ad is running long, but it's so Whatever. genuine how we feel about them. We want you guys to get stuff for yourself, get stuff for all the people in your life for the holidays coming up. And we're giving you a discount, obviously 
Honestly, for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE. I'm going to spell it for you. Obviously, you don't know what I'm saying. It is A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com slash GGE and use code GGE to get 15% off your first purchase. Thank you, Orate, you guys. Thank us later. Oh my gosh, if you're a cancer, get that 69 necklace. It's really okay. unique. Okay, but we should like shut this down, but I just, I, I love the stuff we got from them. <laughs> to shut this down. <laughs> Um, okay. And then we're going to take a hard left. We're going to talk about razors. Um, so we're talking about Billy razors. Um, you guys have heard us talk about this. They are a subscription service for razors. So they deliver premium razors directly to you for half the price of what you guys will find in the store. I mean, I definitely buy razors and have my whole life. It like places like CVS and the sticker shock is crazy. It's like 15, $20 to buy a razor. Um, we got these in the mail and I've used mine every single day. I've used them on trips. I use it at home in my shower every day. I like, I love this razor and it has like a really nice bar across the top so it like leaves me really smooth like it's like an aloe shave strip um, so that's really fantastic for only $9 you get four refill blades every one two or three months depending on how often you guys shave but the shipping is always free you can skip adjust or cancel the subscription at any time um, and then each razor kit includes two razor cartridges a handle and their magic magnetic holder for the shower um, I love I'm really, the holder for the shower I love it I'm really particular with the razors I use I've always have been and I've used one razor pretty much for like 15 years and it's a fortune. So it's really nice to find this and it's affordable and it packs really well. So Ashley and I travel all the time. I just love it. I love the way it makes my skin feel. Um, so we're giving you guys a discount as always. So to express a little love for our Girls Got Eight listeners, go to mybelly.com slash GGE for 10% off your razor and get the best razor you will ever own for half the price of razors in the store plus free shipping always. And this is a limited time special offer. Get it now and save 10% off your razor at mybilly. It's B-I-L-L-I-E, by the way, dot com slash G-G-E. All right. All right. Episode. All right. Let's get back into it. Okay. Pre-relationship. Just us today. Just us today. Yeah. Um, We have plenty of knowledge on this topic. I just, I'm excited to talk about this because we were talking about this in the car one day and like, yeah, we had such like a nice conversation about this. Yeah. Um, About how to behave when you're trying to like hook a guy. Yeah. And always up top, got to say, ladies, do whatever you want. Live your truth. It's your social media. Post whatever you want on it. But we are going to offer some advice of what to present to the world when maybe you have somebody that you're interested in that's watching, that's watching your stories, looking at your overall social media and what you're putting out there in terms of what you want to get back. And do you want a boyfriend? Do you want a fuck buddy? You know, like you may not realize how you're coming across on your social media. And we always think you guys should be authentic, but I think there's certain instances where women and men are trying to be a certain way and it might not be attracting you the right type of attention. Yeah. I'm actually like, I mean, whatever. Like I don't want to date myself, but like, thank God I did not have like Instagram stories at 22. <sighs> the shit that I was doing. I, like I, I mean, never had to think about this stuff. Thank God I was beer bonging like two story high beer bongs off of a house. Like, yeah, the shit I was doing was disgusting. Damn, you are me too. <laughs> I was a beer bong queen. Oh, I could open up my throat. I like don't understand else. it because I'm not a big throat opener on the BJ front, oh, but the, my beer bonging skills, I would do one oh, off gosh. a second story. They would pour two beers in it and I would be down below and they would be, have the bong up on the balcony and I would do it and just fucking crush it me and too. like walk away. Like Me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank God I didn't have to think about this, but I think a lot of our listeners are younger and like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Live your life. If like you want to put that shit on social media every day, that's 
that's fine. But like, just think about like when you're trying to like attract somebody, like what are you putting out there? And if, if a man watches that and he's like, okay, she's half naked. She's drunk all the time. Like maybe they are too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know that it's the, I just think less is more. I think less is more. And we're coming to you guys from obviously being older than a lot of you and also feedback that we get from our guy friends, you know, and what they say about what they're looking for. And if you just aren't looking for a serious partner and you just want to like have fun and party and hook up, yeah, put, put it out there. I mean, be careful about if you're looking for jobs and shit, but I think that I'm at a place in my life where I don't really want like a hardcore party guy. So if I am seeing a guy that I had some interest in and his Instagram is all shots and bottle service and girls. And I just, it's, I would be turned off by that. So I think, think about what you're looking for and what you're putting out there too, because I had a guy recently, a friend, a guy friend, and we were chatting and he was into this girl and thought she was like, cool and mature and like girlfriend material for lack of a better word, whatever that's his words. And, uh, then it just kind of took a turn. And he, one weekend he was like watching her stories and she was just like raging, you know, and she was like thirst trapping. And it was just very obvious that it was like a lot of attention seeking behavior and he was turned off by it. And he was like, that's fine if you want to act like that, but that's not the girl that I thought that she was or that I really think is somebody I want to settle down with. Yeah. And I am like, you know, she could have been showing off for you thinking that that was like making her look cool and busy and party girl and fun, but it's not necessarily what people look at you and take you seriously. So I think that's what, I don't want to like shame anybody for like being drunk. That's not what we're doing. I I want to tread carefully here. Yeah. I don't want to shame anybody. I don't think you do either for wanting to like post thirst traps and act crazy and shit. And I think that there's tons of couples that I know that are super happy that my brother and his wife rage together all the time. Like you would watch either of their Instagram stories and be like, those are crazy people. But like, I just think that like in the beginning of a relationship, men know that you are putting a certain thing out there for them. Yeah. Like they just know everybody is. They, you guys, they, they, men are simple and stupid, but they do know this. And he was, <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's why we were talking about, because in that one instance, he was just like, I really liked her, but then all this stuff is very like attention seeking. And I just don't know that like, that's what I want right now in my life. Yeah. You know, you could be like that in a relationship. Go for it. Live your truth. Also though, if that's how a girl is, then she shouldn't tamp it down because that's how she's going to be anyway. But I'm right. saying like, I think sometimes and I'm not saying I wouldn't have been like this in my younger days. Like you think you're kind of being like social and you just look like you're a party girl that maybe someone wouldn't take seriously. And I mean, I just to get into thirst traps too, like less is more. I promise you, like it just is like you can be sexy without your entire, and if you're a fitness model and that's what your job and that's what you're doing and you're working with brands, that's different. But when you're just straight, like I'm going to get this guy's attention with almost full nudity. I don't know that it's doing you doing what you think it's doing. Yes. Well, I mean, look, anything will get men hard, literally anything. You can do a little less, just, I mean, post like short shorts or something, whatever. I feel like I sound like an old fucking woman, yeah. but like, yeah, I just think that like, <laughs> yeah, I do sound like your parents, <laughs> but you guys short. You guys call us mom all the time. So we're going to mom you. Yeah. I sent this guy a photo the other night. I was just trying to be like kind of sexy. It was a bottle of wine, but I had like no pants on. And I was just like, you could see like my thigh gap. I was really flexing. And like, I like that little tiny thing. I knew it would like get him hard. I don't need to be like completely naked in the photo. Yeah. You know, I'm... When did so, we talk at length about thirst traps? Who, what guest was it with? About like, just try to be a little more self-deprecating if you're going to like trap it. I just think 
I think less is always more. I truly, truly believe it. Like if you are, there's a, we all know, we all have a guy, we're trying to get his attention. We're trying to date him, whatever. We have a crush, this and that. He's watching our stories. We're checking if he's watching our stories. He's watching. He is seeing it. He is taking it in. Less is more. Yeah. Just you, po- I, when I like a guy, I post less actually. Like I'll do like one leave Instagram some mystery. Story. Yeah. You said like mystery is just, good. Yeah. Just like keep it. You just let them be like, what is she up to? I don't need to see the whole party. Just maybe one Instagram story of a party and then let them, let them wonder. I think you're totally right. Like if a guy's interested in you, he's like, where is she? Where is she? What's she doing? What, what part of town is she in? Who's she with? Like, if you're posting all of that, there's no mystery. Mm-hmm. Like be a little more coy about it. I think like, it's not like, well, I went to this bar and then I went to this bar. Stop it. So then he's like, well, whatever. I see exactly what she's doing. I know every single thing. I know every move she's making. And this comes from, I and post- now I just basically saw her vagina because she just thirst trapped it. Had the whole relationship already. All right. Right. I just, I don't know. I mean, I post a lot on Instagram, but I mean, I try to just post like my accomplishments and your accomplishments. And I'm like, we have a great <laughs> episode today. Here's our new merchandise. Yeah. I just, when I like a guy, I try to post a little bit less because I want them to be like, what is she doing? Yeah. I, I think women pick up on stuff a little better. I think we're smarter and more perceptive than men, but like I can tell when someone's posting to get attention. You just know it. Like I was talking to a girlfriend recently and she broke up with a guy. She broke up with him and he just started posting. He never posted before. He was like so desperately trying to get her attention. Like just think of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Like just stay authentic to yourself. Like if you're like, I need to post this thing to get this guy's attention. Let's think about that for a sec. You know, like, do you really... Let them wonder what you're doing. I just never really thought about it that much until that guy said that to you where he was like, he liked that girl. And he was like, it's just the whole weekend was her like completely naked and like partying and drinking. And I just thought like, at first I was like, oh, she's just being cute. But then I watched it and I was like, eh, that would make me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. If my partner was like that. Yeah. It just, it seemed attention seeking. So, you know, like also in general, like just enjoy yourself. You don't need to put everything on your Instagram, you know, like just live your life and party girls. This, this we're coming to you from me, at least a hardcore partier. Like, you know, I just didn't have Instagram stories when I was blackout drunk all the time, but like, this is not saying don't do it. It's just saying you don't need to document every step of the way, but I'm always happy to give you guys a PSA that you need to drink less and take care of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make my mistakes. (laughs) I just think like, it's not a play hard to get. But yes, that's it. Just play a little hard to get. Look, they know what you look like. They can imagine what you look like in a bikini. They know you're getting all fucked up. It's Saturday. They get it. Play hard to get. Let them ask questions and wonder where you are. Amen, sis. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We just want to keep that part brief, more brief. We'll get into the um, relationship stuff, which is probably the the meat of the whole episode. But um, let's just get these partners out of the way. Yeah. So we can dive in without needing to interrupt because... It's going to get good. Okay. Um, I am telling you guys about Article. We've talked about them before. I'm looking at my Article furniture and lamps right now. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. Direct-to-consumer furniture company. They create the curation of boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. So again, this is a company that has removed the middleman to give you high-quality, stylish furniture at lower, more affordable prices. We love the selection of furniture that they have. They have modern furniture, mid-century modern. They have a team of design that focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, super durable construction. Fast, affordable shipping is available across the USA and Canada, free on orders over $999. So you hit that 1K mark and you're going to get free shipping and there's additional options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance. I had them come here. I got a bunch of stuff from them and the people that came and they assembled what needed to be assembled. They set everything up and they were really polite and wonderful.
wonderful and friendly. So I have nothing bad to say about the delivery process. And again, fair prices, you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, the way that they've set their business up. So and and your then, apartment looks beautiful. I yeah. mean, I'm obsessed with design. I love the way your apartment looks. Thanks. Yeah. We just, the, this company is great. And I've been here, we, you know, we actually, I didn't really know about them until we started working with them. And now I'm a, a huge fan. I keep ordering more and more stuff. I'm looking at this really great fluffy rug I have in my bedroom right now. Dewey thinks it's his bed, but whatever. Um, and now I'm hearing about more and more people love them. Maybe they've been hearing about it from Girls Gotta Eat because we do have a discount yeah. for you guys. Uh, also, one more thing to mention, 30 days to make up your mind, simple returns and exchanges, which is great. So Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. Just go to article.com slash GGE to claim. Visit article.com slash GGE and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. So no promo code needed. Just go to that link. That's article.com slash GGE for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Article.com slash GGE for the final time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then while you're doing something nice for your apartment, do nothing nice for your face. It is winter time. My skin is all dried out. Um, so it is the perfect time to get into your skincare routine. So we're talking about BioClarity. It is a clean and green skincare brand with products that just work. And also it is quite affordable. So we'll tell you guys about the pricing as well. Um, but basically they have all kinds of skincare brand routines, sorry, um, to clear away blemishes, make your skin soft and glow. It can even out your skin texture. It can help with redness. It's gentle. It's natural. It's easy to understand ingredients. Okay. So I know there's a million different things out there on the market. They have a ton of different stuff. They have the restore and hydrating mask, which is perfect for travel. Um, they have a gentle exfoliating body scrub. They have a revitalizing skin soak. Uh, and they have a Ooh. multitasking magical facial mist. So tons of stuff. Um, I've tried all these different ones. I think it leaves my skin looking a lot better. I know there's just a million products out there on the market. And it's really, really hard to just choose something. But um, I think it's really easy to use. Again, the ingredients are really easy to understand and it feels nice on your skin. Um, and even better, these products are actually affordable. This holiday season, you can get their un- their ultimate skincare bundle, which is $130 value for just $75.95. And that is an amazing 40% off deal. Um, all their stuff is 100% vegan, non-toxic, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. Okay, we're giving you guys a discount. This holiday season, give gift of glowing skin courtesy of BioClarity. Right now you can save 15% off everything on BioClarity's website when you use the code GGE at checkout. That's on top of the already incredible 40% off discount on their ultimate skincare bundle. That's BioClarity.com. Don't forget to use GGE for 15% off at checkout. We are done with ads for the episode. Girl, woo! (laughs) Nailed it. You you really got that fast talking going. I know. Sometimes I can do it. Now we up some brands. Real Jew. (laughs) Dragon, I just want Actually, that money. You can't say that. Someone's like, you can't say that. You can though, because it doesn't offend me. So <laughs> I am speaking for all Jews when I say it's fine. Um, okay, social media. I know that most people want to know about like when you're in a relationship. So like, what if your partner refuses to post you? When did you post? When do you go Insta official? I did so much research for this episode. There are hundreds of articles just in the last year. Everybody has a fucking opinion. Yeah, and there's a million of them. And you've got Elite Daily and Cosmo and Glamour and New Yorker. I read everything. Everybody has an opinion and a week we're just going to open with being like you guys we did this on the when to sleep with them episode there's no like hard and fast rule there's not rules and the rules that exist quote unquote rules that exist are there's exceptions to every rule I mean a lot of this is just like listening to your gut mm-hmm. like knowing when you feel comfortable and understanding the relationship that you're in and how committed you guys are on both sides you know like I, I, I don't know just wanted to say that up top like you guys know we're not here to be like 
three dates. Then you can sleep with them. Two months. Then you can put them on your Instagram. Like, it's just, we don't have those kind of rules. I just don't think there's rules. I mean, I've had people that I've said, I love you too within the first three weeks. And I had somebody that it took me six months to say it to. Like, right. I mean, I know that's not the same thing, but like, yeah, there's no rules. And I think you just got to trust your gut. And like, when you say to yourself, like, why do I need them to post me on social media? And we can talk about that. It's like, do you not trust the person? Do you not trust the relationship? Do you need validation somewhere else? Or is this just a normal thing that you should be getting? And you feel weird that they're not doing it. And we can talk about how to ask people to do it. But yeah, no hard. Like, I think that you and I are a little more public. I probably would wait longer today than I would have in the past to yeah. make somebody Instagram official. But like you, when you're committed, they've met all your friends. They've met your family. Everybody knows that's your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Two months or five months or six months, whatever you feel like you're comfortable with. Well, I mean, I guess we can like start there. I mean, yeah. the if you are in a place where you're wondering, is it too soon to put We'll talk to the ladies here. I mean, is it too soon to put him on my Instagram or you're wondering why is he put me on his Instagram? I'm just going to also use Instagram, guys. I mean, just because it is kind of the the main one. I know there's like other things too. I mean, yeah, right. It's like pretty much Insta official is such a thing. Um, you got to see what the rest of the relationship is like. You know, like where do you guys stand? Are you just desperate to get something up because you want to flex on somebody, you want to make somebody jealous, like then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like if you're like, I got to get this picture up because I just want to show that someone's interested in me or I just got to make my ex-boyfriend jealous or I just have to do this thing. Like just you're doing it for the wrong reasons in the first place. You know, like I think that I'm trying to think of the last time I uh, posted somebody on Instagram that I was in a relationship with my last serious relationship, he posted me pretty early. He had me as a WCW early. I was like, relax, like yikes. But I was putting him on my, there was stories started when we, when we were dating. I think I was putting him on Snapchat a lot because it was disappear. You know, like Mm -hmm. I am very open with that. I'll put someone on my Instagram story for a date. I don't care. It's going to disappear. Just like the guy, you know, like it's just like, it's not permanent, but I'm, I take posts like way more seriously. And with, again, like now we're a little more high profile than I was then. And people just want to dig around in our private life, which is fine. It comes with the territory. But back then I remember the picture that I posted, uh, people knew we were dating because they watched my Snapchat and all that stuff. But it was like, we had decided we were official. We were on a trip and we had this amazing epic picture. And that was the first picture that I even wanted to post, you know, like I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Let's, I'm going to post it and let everybody know we're, but we had already, we had just had the talk. And so I felt like we were official. Yeah, I hadn't felt the need to do it before that. But like, I think that like when you're at a point where it's not going to create any questions, it's like, yeah, of course that's her boyfriend. You don't have a million people commenting like, oh, I didn't know you guys, your family knows that your boyfriend, your friend knows like that's a totally perfectly find time to post. And conversely, like, I think you should just look at other people's social media behavior. If you're dating somebody that never posts anything, then that's fine too. If they don't post, I mean, I I don't care that much. We said this before you said it last week. Is this a person that posts on social media in general? Like, or are they like one of those dudes that posts every quarter, you know, like, Mm If you have a guy that never posts on social media, he's not into it. You can't hound him to put you on his social media. That's just, he's just not that kind of guy. But if you have a guy that is posting everything else, I mean, you said this earlier, you can say it, how like social media is a representation of your life and how you communicate with the world. Yeah. I just, I mean, I said it last week and like, you know, I think in 2019, it's not so crazy that we expect to be a part of our partner's social media life. That is how you communicate to the world. That is, this is what we're doing now instead of calls and texts and things like that. It's just like, that's how you communicate to everybody. This is what I'm doing. And if they're communicating that everything else is important besides me, then I need to know why. And we can talk about how to those conversations. But like, I think intent is the only thing that matters here. And I think girls get so wrapped in like, why isn't he posting me? And I don't, it's like, do you trust your man? 
do you trust him? Do you feel good about the relationship? Does everybody in his life know you're together and he doesn't, but who cares? Right. Well, that's the thing. Is him not posting you a symptom of a bigger problem or is it just this outlier of a great relationship? I mean, assess the relationship, social media aside. Is he introducing you to his friends? Does his family know about you? Is he, does he seem proud? That's what it comes down to. Is this person proud of you? Everybody wants a partner that feels proud of them. People, yes. People just want to feel like they're being validated and seen. Right. And so if he is proud of you in every other way and you don't ever feel hidden and you feel like everybody knows you're dating and he just hasn't put you on his social media, maybe he just hasn't thought about it. He hasn't had the right photo. Like I see most guys do Insta official at weddings. I think Mm -hmm. that they just guys aren't many men, some, not all, but some of them just aren't picture guys. You know what I mean? Like they don't think about it. Like you got to get them in that right spot when they get the good picture and they're, you guys are dressed up. I've seen so many guys like that have been dating girls for a while that they've been very proud of that. They have never posted a picture until they got that great shot at like their friend's wedding. You know what I mean? And I just think that they, they might not have thought about it. I think you need to give people some grace. Like some people have been burned by a prior relationship. We all know men get very burned by past relationships. Maybe they dated a girl that they had her all over their social media. She ripped their heart out and they had to go delete every photo. Maybe they're being a little bit more cautious. Like maybe there's other reasons at hand. Again, if you're dating a famous person or somebody that's really well known or has some high profile job, different story. But I think that if everything else in the relationship is good and you feel like this person is super proud of you, like just be patient. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you should need it so badly. Yes, I think there's the one hand where you say like, this is what they're communicating with the world and they're not communicating they're with me and that's a bummer. But like, it also, just because they communicate to the world that you're together does not mean you are safe from anything. And I, my fiance used to post about me all the time. He used to write these long, really cheesy Facebook posts about me and how amazing I was. And he fucking left me like mm-hmm. a week later. Yeah. And we talked about this on the episode with Crispy, which was our first guest ever. Um, it's maybe like our 10th episode yeah. or something. But like my boyfriend after that, never once posted. We were together for like a year. I, I was not to be found on his social media. Everybody knew about me. His family knew me. His friends knew me. It never for one second crossed my mind that I needed to be on that shit. Well, was he posting other stuff? No, he didn't post anything. He posted po- dog. Okay, well, he didn't post. Like that's yeah. a, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If I'm dating somebody and he's active on social media and I'm posting him, I want him to post me. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care. Like, I think it is, I think it looks suspect. I think if you have a girl and you, these people have been dating for months. Let's say you've been dating a guy. I'll give, I'll give a guy time because I want time. I'm not putting somebody in my social social media early at all. Like we're going to be official. I'm going to be committed to them before I put somebody in my social media and tag them. I would wait six months. For yeah. I so I want to be given, like I would give somebody this, that same respect. But if I'm dating somebody for six months, we're serious. I put them on my social media and there's no trace of me on theirs. I'm wondering why I just, I, I, I don't love it. I want you to be proud of me. And I actually, I don't think I would even end up in that situation because I think that most guys, most that are really proud of the woman that they're with are going to put her on their social media. I just believe that unless they're totally not active. Well, I mean, I just, I hate this bullshit of like, I'm so private or this is bad for my job or my image. Shut the fuck up. And we got this email from this girl and we did this like a year and a half ago for an episode. And she said, he like is so private. And I like yelled like what you're not sucking his dick on his Instagram account. Yes. Like you're what is so private about your life. You can't post a photo of me at a wedding with you. Right. And like Amy said last week on the episode that like, you know, her man just said he didn't want to share stuff about his life. And it's like, you're hiding me. You are actively hiding me. And yeah. I want to fucking know why. Right. And I think that like when you are the longer you're with somebody, that's fair game to ask that question. If you are feeling anxious because you're not on their social media, there is probably other problems in the relationship. And we say this, we can't say it enough. Like you should feel comfortable and mm-hmm. you should feel 
safe with this person. They should feel like home. I mean, not somebody you're casually dating, but if you're at the point where this isn't even an issue, you're probably boyfriend, girlfriend. So you should feel comfortable with somebody and like they want to be with you and they're proud of you and you're prioritized. So, you know, if you feel like that, everything else is there and you're not on their social media, you can bring it up. Like if you're in a comfortable safe space with somebody, I don't, it should come up. Like the relationships that I've been like months into it, we're really into each other. We've said, I love you, whatever it is. We're official. Like we can talk about anything. You've been inside of me. <laughs> like we're close. We are intimate. Like I can ask you like, Hey, what's up with this? And not in an accusatory way. Have a glass of wine. I'm always surprised by the emails that people write us because I think that like, you know, they get to the end of the email and they've answered their own question. Or it's like, if you just said this, this thing to the person that you're dating and like, I'm sure all the girls listening to this are smart, rational girls. Like if you just had this conversation with your partner, like it would be fine. I think people are just afraid to like offend somebody or to look crazy. And mm-hmm. nobody's going to tell you that you're crazy for just saying like, Hey, how do you feel about posting us on social media? Unless they're trying to gaslight you and make you like, like I know somebody who like posted a photo of his girlfriend and just didn't tag her, but tagged other people. That's fucking suspect. And I want to know why you did that shit. Right. And I'm not crazy for thinking that because you fucking know how to tag people. You didn't tag me. Right. Yeah. You guys like guys know more than you think they do. Like I, I, an ex of mine, he was really shady like that. When he was like lying to me about this other girl, he untagged, untagged, no, a photo she tagged of him. Like he untagged it. So it wouldn't show up on like she had clearly tagged him and he had untagged it. So it didn't show up in his tagged photos. Like on her page, it was still tagged. You know what I mean? Like people know how to do this stuff if they're shady people. Mm-hmm. Um, your average good guy might not, but I uh, I just think, I like that you said the language that you just used because people probably are looking to that. Like, hey, how do you feel about posting this on social media? Not why haven't you posted me on social media? Like if you're going to have this conversation, like it cannot come across accusatory or in a lose. So I think it's just like, hey, just curious, like how do you feel about Mm-hmm. social media and relationships and see what you get out of them. I like that you said earlier that like when we were talking and you were like, bring it up really early in the relationship mm-hmm. and just file it away. Yeah. Like uh, this is just a tactic that I think could work to, so you don't have to worry about it when it's an issue is like, if you're liking somebody, you're on a few dates with them, you guys are early dating there's no social media yet, or maybe there's like stories or whatever. I can't live your truth, but that's not an issue yet. I think it's fine to be like, Hey, are you, how do you feel about couples on social media? You could bring up another couple. You could bring up some crazy story about one of your friends and gauge how he feels. So, you know, early on, so you're not having to ask him these tough questions when you're into a relationship and it's become a problem for you Mm -hmm. just so you know how he feels. But again, girls, I can't stress this enough. Like this shouldn't be a problem. Like if it's, if, if you're really worried about this, there's another problem. Like you should feel comfortable. Like I was talking to a Jenny Jones, uh, one of my good friends. We talk about her all the time. She posts guys early. Like probably people would be like, Whoa, Jenny's got a new man. And she, but not always, but she's like, if I feel comfortable with a guy and I know he likes me and we're in a good place, I'll post it. And she's like, and I don't care if people think Jenny has a new boyfriend every month. What, what the fuck do I care? You know, it's a part of my life. I'm dating this guy. He's cool with it. He likes me. I'm comfortable. I'm posting it. First of all, I love that. I love that she owns that. I mean, that girl is, there's nothing she wouldn't own. Every decision. Zero she, fucks. Zero fucks. Um, but I also think like you just trust your gut. If you feel like something shady, there probably is something shady. And look, there are crazy girls, I guess, that are like unhinged and unbalanced. But like, if you feel like I need this for validation, you're probably being gaslit in another way. And like yeah. everybody, like that guy I dated this summer, like we we're at a July 4th party. And he said to me, he was like, can we take some pictures? Like, I want to use this for like my Instagram story. And I was like, oh, that's like a cool thing that you actually want to do that. 
And like he asked me yeah. if it was okay. I would ask, I don't know. How do you feel about asking somebody else if they mind you being them being posted on your Instagram? Like what have you started at? Like what have you said like, do you think you have to ask? If you're like a July 4th oh, party with a new guy a and you tag them in something, do you think that like you should have to ask somebody if they're cool with that? I think if you're with them, it's fine to be like, are you cool if I post this? Like I with that guy in Miami that I dated for a minute, like when I was posting us, I, I'll be totally honest. I was kind of trying to make somebody else jealous. I liked him, but I was being a little manipulative. You so can like again, somebody and also be again, we've all, we've all, I'm human, yeah. you guys. And, but we were on the beach. We took a really great picture of us on the beach with some Coronas. And I was like, are you cool if I post this? And he was like, yeah, you know, like, I, I think it's fine that. to be like, yes, we had just become friends. Oh my I God. was like, look at her. She's so confident. She's just going to, I actually thought that I was like, she, this is like a cool ass girl. She's so confident. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this experience. It doesn't mean we're getting married because I tag yeah. them. It wasn't, what I did was I put it on, I put the photo as an Instagram story. I did not, I never posted me and him on my Instagram feed because I honestly didn't see a future. Yeah. I posted the picture as a story and then a gallery on Facebook, like had a great time in Miami just to be subtle about it. Part of a gallery. Mm-hmm. Like that's also a way to be more subtle is put them in the slideshow. Yeah, just little things at first. And I think that if you really get to the point... But like, to answer like, your question, I think it's fine to be like, hey, are you cool if I post this? Yeah. I also, think with women, like, you got to ask a girl if you can post it, men. Oh, the photo <laughs> on their feed? Oh, you better run that shit by me. I you better be- face tune that. I better smooth <laughs> my skin out. I better put seven filters from 12 different apps. I think in 2019, everybody's out here like, are you cool with this? <laughs> like even men, men have gotten more narcissistic yeah, with the how ask. they look on social media and more aware of their appearance on social media. Like I think most of the time these days, you know, Bobby Corey, he posted a picture of us from the show in Dallas. He t- ran it by me. Not me. I don't like that photo. Every time I go to his page, I'm upset about it. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But I think that, yeah, it's fine to ask in the beginning, like, do you mind if I do this on my Instagram story? I think that's a good way to get into it. I think that if you get to the point in a relationship where you really are dating the person and they're genuinely not posting you, like we always say this, like in a perfect world, I would start every conversation with me statements and I statements and I feel like this. And When you're mad, you're mad, okay? But I think that when you get to the point when you're in a serious relationship and you really are dating the person and they are... It seems like they are consciously leaving you out of their social media. I think it's fine to say to the person, have a glass of wine and just say like, hey, I feel like you're purposely leaving me out of this. And is there a reason? Right. You know, I feel like you're not like showing me off the maybe the way that I would want to show you off. And is there like a reason for this? And I just think that like, you know, if somebody posts all the time and if you're being fucking left out of it, you you have a right to ask. I know it's, it's true. I mean, and I think... I love that you said that. You can say, hey, I love, I like am really enjoying dating you. I'm like so proud of you. I, I post you on my social media. I'm just wondering, are you like kind of weird about that? You know, and you might get an answer that you weren't prepared for. Like you really might get a guy that's like, you know what? I, I this girl and I posted her so much on social media and she really fucked me up and I am just a little more cautious and I'm just going to like give it a little bit more time. You might get an answer like that or you might get a guy that starts stumbling and bumbling over his words and you're starting to get shady vibes. You just know when you can't fucking treat. You fucking know. I know. I, I, I truly... start that conversation, I know the fucking end of this conversation. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Feel free to email us, but I 
am doubtful that there is a relationship that's super solid. The guy is so proud of her. He is excited that he's dating this girl. All his friends and his family know, and he's active on social media, and she's not part of his social media. I mean, find me a scenario. It's just usually not the case. Oh, and I can't even imagine. There's no privacy that you need to keep. No one gives a shit who you're dating. You're not George Clooney. Nobody fucking cares who you're dating. <laughs> We're at a wedding. You could post a photo of me at the wedding unless you're doing some, some shady shit. Okay, what? let's talk about the wedding. As I said, you're so fascinated. I see by this so <laughs> many couples go insta official at a wedding. I think if you go to a wedding with a guy, like you guys are that close that he brought you to a wedding and he doesn't post a pic of the wedding. I, you, red wow. flag. Also, I got a little tr- a little trick for you girls. It's very manipulative. Um, again, I can't. <laughs> I can't. What are you say? I can't. If this goes wrong, you can't blame me. I'm not even saying it's good advice. I'm saying it's a... I do this every once in a while. I've given little tips and tricks here and there that I cannot say that they're guaranteed to work, but it's a, it's something. Okay, so here's what you do. So if you get a picture of you and this guy that you want to be on his social media, make sure you take it with his phone and then just touch it up a little so he can't deny how good he looks because men have egos too. So give him a little tooth whiten, jack him up a little bit, maybe nip in his waist a little bit, maybe throw a filter on it, what? drop his hairline, <laughs> drop his hairline and send it back to him like, oh my God, isn't this picture so cute? You guys don't go too hard on it. Don't do the smoothing on him because that's going to look crazy. But when you it- smooth a man's face, it is wild. Never smooth a man. But you guys get in there, face two you both just a smidge that he'll never know and you send it back to him be like, I dare you you send it? it back to him and he's gonna be like damn we look good and he's gonna post it i i can't guarantee it <laughs> but you're right don't over whiten the teeth you see somebody's teeth and you're like that's not what your teeth look like yeah and then you you cannot smooth a man's face. It looks crazy. Don't smooth his face. But again, you can work a little bit with that hairline and just jack him up a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make him look better so that other women are attracted no, to him. No, but like, and also, you know, like give give yourself a little touch up too. Like I'm saying, like send him this like, iconic power couple picture that he can't deny. And he's like, damn, we look good. I got to post that. Guys have egos too. I like this tip. All right. <laughs> if you guys have ever done this, let us know. Try it this weekend. But the, you know, it's funny that the girls are going to like try to maneuver this and because it has to be on your phone, obviously. So like, can you pick, can you see a scenario where the guy's like, take a picture with my phone and you're like, no, 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 use my phone. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like all girls, like you can win that argument pretty quickly. It's like, Let's yeah, use you're my stupid, phone. you're a man. Like, yeah. You, you guys, if you, again, it go, go out and buy the iPhone 11. So you can always trump a guy with your phone and you know, get this done. You're welcome. Um, I will say though, if a man is not posting me on the social media, you better not be posting other people. Don't make me look like a jerk. Good call. Like, I mean, I've talked about this a long time ago, but I was like, my ex never posted me on social media. I didn't care. He posts like three times a year. But right. like, um, I saw a photo on Facebook. This was years ago. And it was like him in like a pretty suggestive situation with two other girls. And like, I, I was furious. And he was like, you know, I would never post something like this publicly if I was really trying. I was like, I don't fucking care. You make me look like a jerk when you post stuff like this. I never ask you to post anything of me, but don't suggest that you are single via you and these two girls in this photo. Don't make me look like a jerk. Amen, sis. That is a huge red flag. If he, if you were dating somebody, full-blown dating, again, you guys, most of this is talk about like you've had the talk, you're committed. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. We or or you feel, you feel committed. Yeah. You're, you're good. You guys are a thing. And he hasn't posted you, but he posts like a picture with another girl or two other girls. Like you feel like a fool. 
I felt I was, I was never, I was in Thailand. I was walking around and I was like, nope. Yeah. I'm so angry. And it's not that I didn't trust him. It was none of that. It's not that I didn't think he was proud of me or cared about me. It's just, you make me look like an asshole by suggesting that that is okay behavior with you and other people. Cause right. it's not. And if it's a guy, if, uh, if, uh, if my guy that I'm dating is posting pictures with just him and like a girlfriend. Cool. As long as I'm on there too, you know, like I'm thinking of like Bobby Westside, he posted me a picture of me and him at my birthday, like just me and him. Like if you saw it isolated, you might think we were a couple, but his girlfriend's all over that mm-hmm. page. You know, it's very clear, but like, had she not been like, you know, that, that type of thing. Yeah. And they're, fucking with you, by the way, they're trying, if a guy does that, if a guy, guys know, they know they haven't put you on their Instagram and they put a picture of like them and some other girls, they know that they're pissing you off. Do not let them make you feel crazy. Absolutely. Even to this day, I mean, we've been broken up for a long time. Even to this day, he like jokes about it. He's like, you got so mad. Yeah, I did. I got really mad because you're suggesting to other people that you don't care how I look. Yeah. And, and again, I don't like it. Right. And we can't say this enough. We've said it on multiple episodes. Don't take this whole, like, it's just social media. Again, if someone is so anti-social media, they barely have it. They post once a year. They can say that. But if they're active on social media and they try to gaslight you with, it's just social media, fuck yourself. Bitch, no, it's not. Half half the relationships today start on social media. That's all it is. It's your own personal magazine of your yes. life. And I'm not part of it. And I want to know why. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm mad just thinking about Every time I think about that situation, I get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, girls, again, like check yourself and your level of patience. And if it is new and it is fresh and you are just antsy because you want him to post you, just relax. Mm-hmm. We're months in, you can start to wonder, but like always was same with having sex. Just patience is key with a lot of this stuff. <laughs> like waiting to have sex for the first time. Like how we say like, if the chemistry is there today, it'll be there tomorrow. Like you yeah. don't need to rush into it. You know, like right. just cause you posted this great picture, you guys, you don't need to be like every single day that passes wondering why he hasn't reciprocated. Just relax. I have a problem with that sometimes where I get like, I, I try to have these hard conversations through humor where I'll like joke and heckle people. And sometimes I take it a little too far and I just need to like, I do, I need to relax. Like I, that is something that I struggle with when I don't like something, I will like bring it up a few times and heckle and make jokes about it. And mm-hmm. then I think that I almost like put myself in a situation where like I act like I think it's funny and it's not, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll give a different example at some other point, but um, I just don't want to like, don't let that get too far either where you're just constantly bringing it up yes. and making jokes and heckling somebody. It like, feels naggy at if some you, point. Yeah, if you want to have a conversation about it, have a conversation about it. I just fall prey to like making a joke of it and then I think people just think I think it's funny and I'm too far down the road to have a serious conversation. So um, I just wanted to put that out there in terms of just like having serious conversations. Don't make a joke so many times that like nobody cares. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, she just brought this up a million times in a joking way. Like, I don't need to address this seriously. Right. And just, I'm just saying, girls, I mean, guys should be super proud of you. If they're active on social media, they should be posting you. Let them do it first. Hold the power if you want. That's what worked for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, until it didn't, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. um, Now let's fast forward to when you guys break up. Yes. He has some, done something terrible. You guys have broken up. What do you do with all those photos? Oh, I think man. we both have had like different experiences where you like delete them all in a fit of rage or yeah. whatever. But like my experience personally is that like I after I have a friend yesterday who told me she was like posting more. She was like, I've been posting like crazy because I just want to like get him off the feed. She was trying to like bury him, which I think is interesting. Personally, for me, like at the end of a relationship, 
I feel a lot of like emotional pain looking at those photos. Yeah. You have a totally different take on this, which I love. But for me, like I feel like a lot of emotional, especially reading the comments about like, I love you guys. You're so cute. The cutest couple. And for me, that's so painful to look at. So I have always gone in and deleted this stuff just for my own mental health. Yeah. I, uh, we, we, yeah, I forget who we talked about this with. Oh, I think we talked about it with Eden. Um, I think you do whatever you think is healthy. Also, one thing that's nice is, which for your friend, I guess she didn't feel like deleting him. They had a pretty painful breakup. Uh, a nice feature now is that you can archive, you know, which again, this shouldn't sound crazy. It shouldn't sound extreme. Social media is the world today. And if you have a bunch of photos of this person that you loved and you had a great relationship with and it's kind of paining you to look at, but you feel like you don't want to fully delete them, you can archive them and you can, I've done this with a couple photos uh, for various reasons, not even related to relationships, just like archived them. So if you ever want to repost them to and to, to go back into your feed and your social media imprint, you can. Um, I deleted a bunch of photos of me and my last ex in a fit of rage. Um, and looking back, I, I don't regret it. I don't care, but I wouldn't have done it because he was an important part of my life. I would have untagged him because all you bitches go and found, you found that one picture. I mentioned it one time. <laughs> These girls went and found him. I was like, untag. They're going to, oh my God. But I, um, I, he, I don't hate this person. I don't really hate anybody I've ever dated. Like it was an important part of my life. Like those were good. Those were my memories. I'm not down with this, like delete these people. Like I'm looking, there's a photo book right here. It's from a family vacation. Like he was on it. I'm not going to rip the pages out. Like it was my memories. I don't want to be with this person. Like anybody that dates me is going to know that. I think if you, if something's making you feel bad, delete it, but don't delete it because you feel like you have to, or someone else is wanting you to. That would be crazy. If you dated somebody and they were like, well, why aren't you deleted the photos of your ex? I'd be like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's not because I miss them or want to be with them still. It's just like, that was my life at that point. I shouldn't have to delete this person. And again, like this is to each their own type of thing, but I don't think someone should ever ask that of you. No one's ever asked me. It's interesting to me. I just, I, no one's ever asked me. And so I just think like if you're in a new healthy relationship, there's nothing wrong with just acknowledging that you used to be in a different healthy relationship. Like the only reason to delete stuff, I think personally is just for your own mental health. So if like you don't want to see it, get it out of there. But like, I can't imagine a man saying to me like, take that down or don't post that. Or like, like I have photos on Facebook. I'm not Instagram, but Facebook of like my last relationship. My whole family is in them. I'm not going to delete them because he was in them. And I certainly wouldn't do it if somebody asked me. Yeah. And again, it's how you broke up. It's how you're with this person, like divorces, broken engagements, I think you should cleanse, you know? And I had a girlfriend that, uh, she's remarried now and they just had a kid. I love it so much, but she was with a guy that it ended, she was married and it ended terribly. And her friends came over and it was more of the Facebook days, but her friends came to her house and deleted him from her Facebook. Cause it was, and like did it for her. They were divorced. I, I can't remember if he cheated. He did something terrible. They were not getting back together, you know? So, um, and that was the thing with me too. When I deleted all those photos of me and my ex, we got back together. So I was like, God damn it. You know, like we had these great cute photos of us and they're gone now. They're just gone. Just it made think- me kind of sad. Not now, but back then. And so I think this it's to each their own. It's, it's uh, situation specific. I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. I'm not deleting my memories and you're not going to make me. 
Yeah. I think also don't do it for like attention. You know, like people go in there, they delete all the photos so that a million people reach out to you and be like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah. And then you always get back together with that person. Then you've deleted all this shit of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I broke up with my most serious ex, yeah, my girlfriends came over, they took all of his pictures out of the frames. Yeah. They took all of like the remnants of him out of my life and took me off social media and things like that. And so whatever you need to do to feel better, but like I would never demand that another person like deletes something that was like important to them once. And I totally agree with you. I don't want to date somebody who like, hates all, all their, their exes. exes. Yeah. Like I dated this guy for not that long on and I'm for like three months and then on and off for a while. But, um, he like despised his ex in a way that I never understood. She didn't cheat. She didn't do anything crazy. And it was like, I found out that he was just a, I just was like, what is wrong with you? You hate this person so much. And like, mm-hmm. he cheated on her. Yeah. So like, I just, I think about it now. Yeah. Like what you were just like drumming up like a fictitious situation so that I was like, oh, poor you. Yeah. I want to date somebody that like hates their exes like that. Yeah. I don't like, you know, the other day, um, my ex from many years ago, uh, popped up on my Facebook. It was eight years ago. And it, the picture is the funniest fucking thing ever. It's me and him on the couch, like looking at something on an iPad. And then my cousins, like not our, my, not my grandmother, but their grandmother from their other side is like kind of laid behind she us. Dead. She looks dead. She, like she, she did die a few years the, later, but um, she the wasn't, photo she wasn't dead then. And um, we should post this all black out of space. And I loved that that photo came up. He and I ended amicably. Yeah. I think about him from time to time. I hope he's doing well. I think he has a family now. Like, I would have never deleted that. Like, these are my memories. And that uh, he came to Miami for Thanksgiving. That was a great time I had with him. Like, if I had a serious boyfriend right now and he was pissed that that photo came up and I would be like, you're not for me. Like, I I, I don't think that you need, you know, I think sometimes like, um, we don't do photo albums as much anymore, like with pictures that you print out. I don't even know where to print fucking pictures out. But like, if there's photo books, I have some right here. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want a photo book of my, the person I'm dating and their ex on the coffee table, but I wouldn't expect them to burn it. Like it should be in storage. Like I think people should be able to preserve their memories. I just think like that. That's just me. I just never, we should do an episode about this sometime. I don't know if we've ever talked about like crazy jealousy issues and like where they come from. I don't think we've ever done, right? We ever touched on this? Like deep dove into oh, jealousy. We should we should talk about that. But like it's interesting to me because like the only reason why somebody would have such a problem with that is because they have like crazy jealousy issues, yeah. which either come from the fact that they're doing something shady or something tremendously shady has happened to them. I have never dated a person that was jealous. Like maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just not pretty enough. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um I've never had somebody demand that I not talk to other men, take photos down, and I've just never dealt with it. And I think that this is probably girls that are dealing with boyfriends that are tremendously jealous. And usually that's because they are doing something tremendously untrustworthy. Right. Or they're just, or they have just straight up jealousy issues, which is something to check. I wouldn't be down with that. But I think that aside, if, if, if anybody's giving you shit of like, you should delete your ex from your social media. You don't have to, if you don't want to, it doesn't mean you still want to be with them. Like I'm, that's the, the guy I'm telling you about. We dated so many years ago. Like I got, saw the picture. I was so happy. You know, another picture popped up of us. We went to a wedding. I was like, oh my gosh, we had such a fun day. You're right though. Just having an old photo. So it doesn't mean I don't want to date you currently. I didn't no. know you were alive when I was dating this yes. person. I'm not doing anything wrong and you're not going to tell me what to do. No, it's a crazy thing. And it doesn't mean anything on you. It doesn't mean that you're not over it or you still pine for them. It doesn't. It's just like, that was a time in my life. Also newsflash. I can pine for somebody and masturbate to them every single day. They don't need to be on my social media or not. <laughs> They're in the secret folder. 
Wait, your ex that you said didn't ever post you, did you post him? No. (laughs) (laughs) You guys do not care about each other. (laughs) Dated for two years, did not give a shit about each other. Talk every day to this day. Talk every single day. I will say though, like I did mirror the behavior. I I wasn't, and everybody's different, but like I wasn't out here. My Instagram was a food blog at the time, anyways. Oh, so oh, I right, wasn't right, doing right. a ton of Sorry, social media yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like I did mirror it. I was like, okay, well, if you're not gonna do this, I'm not really gonna do it either. And everybody's different. Some people are super secure in doing that. If your man doesn't post, I'm not saying you shouldn't. It's just I mirrored his behavior a lot. Yeah. And that wasn't good. That we were not together anymore because right. of it. You yeah. know, like he withheld praise, I withheld praise. Like all that shit. So yeah. whatever. I mean, and since we broke up, it's not like he has all these like successful long-term relationships. So we're fine. Right. You guys are best friends. One more thing. <sighs> Didn't really have it in the outline, but <sighs> overposting. Okay. We get, we get it. it. <laughs> Everybody gets it. Okay. <laughs> there is one couple in particular. We talk about it a lot, but it's like, we fucking get it. You're happy. You're in love. You're fucking, you're fucking all the time. Everyone gets it. It's enough. It's a lot. It's so much like, I, this is not like out of any sort of like jealousy or I want that. It's truly, it seems inauthentic when it's so much every day. And it might not be like, I get it. When you are so in love with somebody, you are blinded by it. They're all you think about. They're all you care about. You want to put some over your social media and scream it from the rooftops. I get it. But the couple that we're thinking of and they're, they're whatever, they're in the spotlight. Um, but we also know them, but it is it's been a while now and it's still like every day you just become that obnoxious couple. I just unfollow it. I mean, it's sickening and I'm not jealous. I've been madly in love multiple times. Right. I've never posted like that. Yeah. It's just, we, right. it's like this guy, oh my God, I'm so in love. We get it. We got it. This, yeah. is, this is your first relationship. What are you doing? Yeah. More dog Calm pics, down. please. Get a dog if you don't have one. That's what people care about anyway. That's all they want. <laughs> Tell us about your sex life or like the fights you guys are having. Tell us some good dirt. We fucking get it. You're in love. <laughs> it's a lot. It's it's crazy though because you do see like when couples, some, not all, post like crazy like that. They, and they, and break, they just up? break up out of the blue and you were like, you were overcompensating for problems within the relationship. Well, your mouth was like cashing a pretty hefty check. Yeah. You know, like you're posting yeah. like crazy. Okay. Well, if you broke up, we need to know why. I need posts about that too. Yeah. If you, you, we're, we, we've been involved. We're part of this relationship. Yeah. We you need to know what happened. down our throat. Yeah. So now we need to know. Yeah. I need a breakup post. I, a lot of them. I mean, the couple we're thinking of, she would. <laughs> You know, she's going to like live stream the break. Yeah. For the breakup. Yeah. They'll do, they'll put it on ABC. Um, yeah. I, uh, you always, you always got to wonder when it's so over the top. Cause I think sometimes people are trying to trick themselves. I know a guy that I used to date that I feel like he does that. People do this with everything. It's when it's like the feeling of like, you're sad. So you post like an uplifting quote on Instagram. It's kind of this like fake it till you make it like, what, mindset inauthentic authenticity yeah or, or like, like even it's, even you're trying to believe this you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I think sometimes people if they're they have a problematic relationship they post on social media not in a deceitful way in a like I want to believe this and so if I get a bunch of likes on this and I get a bunch of engagement on this like I will believe that my relationship is okay I think it more comes from that I don't think it's like I'm going to post this thing and show everybody it's perfect it's like I actually want it to be perfect like I actually want to believe what I'm writing and the the caption and the loving picture. So if I can just get validation from others, like I'll feel like it's solid. 
Yeah. I mean, I think we see a lot of people do that. Yeah. You're looking for the, like the validation from other people to be like, you guys are couple goals. Yeah. You're so great. And it's like, yeah, we all want that, but like, I'd rather get it like, I don't know. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I hope you guys like this. We never done like a whole episode about this. Um, I don't know. I think in like conclusion, like, you know, your partner, just trust your gut. Don't start fights about something that's like, just relax, you know, don't start fights about something crazy. But like when you get to a point where you feel really uncomfortable, you're allowed to say something and you're not crazy for saying something. Right. And if you guys go to a wedding together and facetune him into oblivion. No, no, (laughs) do not smooth his face. And if he doesn't post a picture, red flag. Yeah. He didn't like you. Because haven't you seen, Raina, there was a point where I feel like I saw like three couples in one week go Insta official from like a photo from a wedding. Because like, it's what you do. You post like you first, you and your, your, you and your, you and your date first. Then you post something with the bride and the groom next. Mm-hmm. Then you post some dumb picture of white people dancing at the reception. But I, that's when you, I mean, you're looking fly. It's the hot, you've leveled up. Like it's the hottest yeah. you're going to look. Your man's going to look like I'm not posting a photo of you like on a Sunday morning at brunch. Right. Like that's a year into the relationship. People can look at you looking shitty. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nailed it. You know, I'm just excited to get to the end of this episode. Oh my God. Um, okay. So we did this fuck your phone. Fuck, fuck my, my phone. phone. Fuck my phone. Um, which you came up with the title and I was like, ah, how's this going to go? And again, we thought we were going to get all the same stuff and we have gotten the <laughs> craziest shit about how your phones have deceived you guys. I was reading every email I opened today. It was hysterical. Guys, I am kind of sad that I read these earlier because I was having like hysterical outbursts. She was crying. I was crying, laughing at every single one of them. Raina went through all the emails and found these and I was reading them before we started recording. I wish I would have saved them so you could get my real reactions because it was hysterical laughter. Oh, you know, I'll tell you what I, what happened to me last week. <laughs> I, guess, was, I get to read number two. Oh, you want to read number two? Okay, I'll read number one. But, um, last week what happened to me was <laughs> I was out with that guy um, in South Carolina and I had taken a photo of him while he was like making me a cheese plate to like send to everybody that I knew to be like, oh my God, look at this guy doing this thing for me. Anyways, so I took a photo of him, whatever. Later on, we went out to a bar and I wanted to show, (laughs) this is so humiliating. I went out to a bar um, with him. We were having some drinks and I wanted to like show him a photo of my sister-in-law, I think it was. So I opened up my photos (laughs) and the first photo is the photo that I took of him in his kitchen that I did not tell him. It gets so much worse. So I'm like, okay, maybe it didn't. So I exit out of it real quick. And then the whole screen of photos are photos of his Instagram that I had screenshot. Oh my God. There's like 10 of them. You guys, you gotta be careful. Oh Oh my my God. God. Just don't lead with your phone. Yeah. He should have been fucking looking at that. Okay. You guys get a burner phone. (laughs) This first Because we're all creeps, you know. This first one at first, I was like, is this funny? It is so funny. Okay. <laughs> Last year, I had gone on what I thought was an amazing first date. After our date, we texted a bit, and then he didn't reach out for a while. I figured it was fine because he lived pretty far away. Fast forward a couple months, my best friend texted me and asked when the last time was that I'd heard from the guy. I was running on the treadmill when she texted me. I scrolled down to the text exchanges between me and the guy and found the date he last texted me. Still running, I thought I had sent the date to my best friend, and when she didn't text me back, I immediately looked back at my phone to make sure it had sent and realized I had sent the actual date to the guy. <laughs> I literally sent 122018 to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's their anniversary. I was mortified. He wrote back, ha ha, what? Mind you, this was two months after our first date and a month of us and a month had gone by without us texting. I didn't know what to do but to own up to it and tell my and tell my friend and ask me when the last time we had talked was. Oh. Can you imagine that you ghost somebody and then two months later they just send you the date of the last exchange <laughs> you guys had? 
Girl, it's so, so embarrassing. Crazy. Guys, don't don't run and text. Or if you're like Raina, don't run at all. Um, yeah, the moral of the story, guys, is don't exercise. Don't exercise. Um, but if you guys do, use OpenFit. Okay. So <laughs> I love this one. This would happen to me. Oh, my Instagram searches are so creepy. Okay. My sister told me that one time she was trying to show some guy something on Instagram, open the app, and she had it on his page. <laughs> <laughs> This is a two-parter. Trying to pretend she hadn't been creeping on him, she quickly clicked the search tab, then clicked into the search bar, and the most recent searches popped up. Her most recent search was his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. That is so much worse than the first thing. I mean, look, we all know that you're out here doing this shit, but to have the confirmation in front of your eyes, the ex-girlfriend, can you imagine if you opened up a dude's phone, your shit was there, and then your ex-boyfriend was there? I mean, that is... We all do it, but that is humiliating. It's so embarrassing. And I believe this wholeheartedly because, like, you know, you're trying to show somebody something. So first of all, his page pops up, but then you try to search whatever you were looking to find. So yeah, you go to your search. I oh think the moral of that story and my story is like, just don't show somebody's your phone when you're opening it up. Y- you cannot. I'm going to fucking die or last get a week. privacy screen. You guys be careful out there. This applies to me too. I'm an idiot. Oh my God, this one. This next one is so funny. <laughs> all these are so funny. <laughs> we love you girls so much. Um. Okay. So I was about to go on a second date with a super cute guy. And the day before the date, we were talking about what movie we wanted to see. I was about to head to cycling and right before I sent him what I thought was a screenshot of movie times. According to my cycling class, I checked my phone to see if he'd responded and looked at my messages and realized I had sent a <laughs> screenshot of my bank account instead. <laughs> This is so bad. I felt more exposed than I had if I had sent a nude. To top it off, it was the day before payday and I only had $26 in my checking account. (laughs) This dude, can you imagine like what's going through his head? I felt like he could have taken this as a, wow, this girl is definitely not chipping in on the date. Side note, I had a lot of my savings, so at least that... That was a save. He was nice about a promise. He didn't look, but we never went on a third date. Fuck my phone. I mean, can you imagine you are setting up a date with somebody and then while you guys are working out the date details, you sent him a screenshot of your checking account with $26 in it. He's like, wow, she this is feels re- on purpose. She's really trying to tell me something. <laughs> This is so embarrassing. Also, bitch, put some money in your checking account. Also, again, don't exercise. I can't stress this enough. Why are we exercising? <laughs> this is what happens. Uh, is this one gonna? Yeah, I'm. Should right. we read the? Okay. I had been seeing this guy for three months and we were texting constantly. Also, when I say seen, I mean, we are not monogamous at this point. I had just gotten new AirPods and I was texting another friend while using them and noticed it said Ellie's AirPods too, which pissed me off since I was still butthurt that I lost my first pair. I took a screenshot of the message and sent it to him to see if he knew how to change the name. He had just gotten new AirPods too. And we have a lot of inside jokes about them. I then realized later that my previous texts to my friend Savannah were talking about him. And the worst part is that it's perfectly placed above the AirPods title and looks like I'd put it there on purpose in order to send it to him. Needless to say, things were awkward and he wasn't wanting anything serious. You guys. Okay. So I just need to, I feel like that was whatever. She explained it the best she could, but I do feel like it was a little bit convoluted. So yeah, this guy, she's like, why does my AirPods say AirPods too? Can this tech guy who knows tech help me? So she sent, you know, when you see if your AirPods are charging, it pops up. 
And it'll pop up over any it'll screen. It'll pop up over any screen. So she had been texting, Ellie had been texting with Savannah and her checked her AirPods, sends the screenshot in the background. This is so Here bad. is her text with Savannah. She wrote, he is so nice to me, but I just want to be his girlfriend already. <laughs> and it's worse. Savannah wrote, I made Justin ask me, LMAO. Ellie writes, I am 90% sure that he wants to date me, but I can't 100% tell and I don't want to ruin what we have. So I guess I'm just going to sit and wait for him to ask. That's and then it says, Ellie's him. AirPods too. <laughs> 63% in the left, 83% in the right. You guys, this, is, this screenshot is so insane. We're going to ask them if we can post this. I mean, we've already said their names, whatever. They didn't say change our names, did they? No. Ellie and Savannah and Justin. These people know who they are. <laughs> This is so embarrassing. You guys, I can't, I'm, you guys, this is one of the best ones. It's hard because there's a visual, but like that she sent this guy a screenshot telling her friend, I want to be his girlfriend. <laughs> I'm 90% sure he wants it to. This guy went running for the hills. Thinking? It's so funny. But it's again, like if this guy really was into her, he would have loved it. He would have laughed it off and you guys would be girlfriend, boyfriend. But doesn't sound like that's probably what that happened. That was not the case. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> I was talking. <laughs> oh, this, like, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. You guys have found so many ways to humiliate yourself in different ways. Um, I was talking to this pilot from Norway for a little while. We met and went on a vacation there for a week. He offered to fly me back out and go to Thailand after he moved into a new home. Okay, he's rich. I was skeptical and tried to reserve and tried to reverse search his number to make sure he wasn't crazy only to prove I'm crazy. When I did, his address popped up, so naturally I Google mapped it. I took a screenshot of the conversation and the home. I meant to send it to my friend who went on the trip with me. Instead, I sent it to him. She writes in all caps, I sent him his address and a picture of his current house. I cannot. I only found out I sent it to him when he texted me back saying, I don't think that was meant for me. I am so dead. But it's like... If that guy got weirded out, like he's going to murder you. Like, I think any normal person would be like, yeah, you wanted to investigate if I was like a murderer. Uh, that guy last, when I was in Charleston, he was like, did you tell your friends? Where you I was like, bitch, I sent your address to everyone. Yeah. Everyone me. I know. Not me. Ouch. Um, that's so funny. A picture of the house. Sent him his house. It's so funny. Uh, okay. All right. Here's the last one. It's very funny. Okay. I was texting with a friend after a date to let her know how it went and accidentally sent the message to the guy I had just gone out with saying, two dates down, still haven't slept with him. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Fuck. I quickly realized my mistake and tried to recover, but he responded by asking if I normally sleep with people by the second date. Ugh. He said that he won't have sex with someone till he's in love with them, which I can respect, but obviously the conversation deteriorated from there. Oh, can you imagine making a mistake like that and then getting slut shamed by somebody? Right. Oh, like you're already humiliated enough and they're like, your life choices are terrible. I don't sleep with someone until I'm in love with them. Fucking nerd. Okay. (laughs) Shut up, asshole. Don't slut shame me. Shut up, Peter. I just love that she's so proud of herself. Two dates down, still haven't sucked him off. I like this girl. She's fun. Oh my god, they're all funny. They're all funny. I mean, I, I this is like the first six that I opened. Yeah, they're all I know, great. There's so many more. You guys have been so great with these like really short emails. Um, we're, tra- we're training. Yeah, you guys have been amazing. Keep sending short emails. Um, you guys sent some really funny holiday situation stuff. Keep yeah. sending those. Um, what else? If you're coming to live shows, obviously send us stuff about that, and just always put in the subject line what you're coming to. Um, um, and especially. 
especially if you are coming to one of the Chicago live shows or one of the New York live shows, funny holiday stuff. So holiday stuff in general, we're going to use it on the podcast, but holiday stuff for those shows specifically. And then for all other shows, it can run the gamut. Like we just don't, we don't don't want you guys to feel pigeonholed into like, is this weird psycho or power move? Like literally anything crazy, funny. Yeah. If you have a visual to go with it, we will use that. Ashley loves a dick pic. I like. <laughs> oh my god, we haven't even talked about this. I someone I'm so upset. Someone showed me a dick pic at I think New Orleans meet and greet, and then from then on, I was like, "Hey, show me your dick pics at the meet and greet." She's been asking on stage for dick pics, and then I'm like, "I don't want to see them." And then I've been looking at all of them. You got the the some of the dick pics you girls have showed me. Some of them have really like scarred me. They're burned into my brain forever. That girl that took a selfie with her boyfriend's dick. A bunch like, of <laughs> selfies with them. Like it was the roaming gnome. It was just all these different photos of her near his dick. And then this one guy, it was a video and he, his dick was so big that he like threw a towel up in the air and like it fell down and landed on his dick. Like his dick was a fucking towel rack. Like well, his dick. A giant ha- black man. Yeah. He's beautiful. But his dick <laughs> held the held towel. Like towel rack. <laughs> I forgot about rock hard I just I mean you've been asking for them and I act like I don't want them but do not DM us dick pics ladies I can't, but can't bring them to the meet and greets yes <laughs> for me so Ashley can masturbate to that I don't like I don't even like the way dicks look something about dick pics are so funny to me there's never been one that didn't inter- entertain me because it's like the, the what went through this guy's head to take this like I find it so fascinating I that's what you said something made me laugh so hard you were like I just want to see all the different dumb shit they do with their dicks <laughs> that's it that's why it's funny like you just want to see what kind of dumb nonsense men are thinking of with their stupid penis <laughs> oh my god you guys we gotta go we gotta go to ozatar we're going to dinner um also stop asking us what to eat in ozatar <laughs> <laughs> just get everything you know what? you get listen i'll answer the question now just get everything get the dips get the pita the chicken is my favorite okay, well you know Lamb. what i'll say it all the dips hummus spicy hummus Labna, halloumi cheese, chicken kebab, falafel pizza. That's our You're order. welcome. Yeah, that's our order. I feel like people are going to be like, Jesus Christ, we get it. Don't DM us. We get and it. If okay. you DM us and ask us this, no, you rewind the podcast. I'm not, we're not doing this, ladies. <laughs> we told you what to get. Screen record it. Save it. We love Don't you. send it to someone you're dating. Right. <laughs> With a picture of your bank account. Just went to Ozatar, can't afford dinner again. Um, okay, you want to take us out? Yeah, guys. Um, thanks again for listening. Happy December. Follow us on Instagram, Girls Gotta Eat Podcast, Reina.greenberg, Ash Hess, Girls underscore gotta eat on Twitter, and amazing new merch and tour dates and everything is obviously at girls gotta eat podcast.com and stupid live shows.com. And we'll see you next week. Happy holidays, cuties. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.